0: This weekend would have been the 75th wedding anniversary for my mom and dad had daddy not passed away five years ago. As it was, they did have 70 years of wedded longevity. (laughs) I'd like to say wedded bliss, but we all know, especially those of us who have been married a long time that day in and day out, there are issues that come up, things with family, finances, all of the stuff of this life. But when you have made it 70 years, what a celebration. We had been taking mom and dad to different places for their every fifth year anniversary. So we had taken them to Greece and England and Wales and Ireland, and we had taken them to South America, many cruises down in the Caribbean. But when we asked them, what can we do for your 70th anniversary? You know, we all wanted to rent out one of the facilities in their hometown or even in St. Louis where we all lived, And they said, we would just like to be with family. So we knew that logistics were many of the grandchildren and great-grandchildren had just started school back in September again. And so we all flew out to where seven of the great-grandchildren all lived in the Tacoma, Seattle area. And of course, we rented a beautiful restaurant, Italian And we had it all decorated, and they had the big billboard up. And it was just a wonderful time of reminiscing and Daddy telling stories, looking at Mom always getting big tears in his eyes, saying how beautiful she is. And he even thought she was beautiful when she didn't have her teeth in and her hair wasn't combed. So at that point, I guess when you've been married that long, you've seen each of your spouses at their worst. And mom said, I forgave all of the times he had to work when I would rather him have been home with us when the kids were growing up. But she got to be a stay-at-home wife, like many had not wanted to at the time, but she did. And as we looked back over 70 years of their life, What a celebration it was. Each of us could think of stories and funny stories and great remembrances of things that had happened, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the grandkids and the great-grandkids all loved it, of course. Well, Daddy would pass away the following year in um, April. So what we didn't know at the time was that when we were having that big celebration of life, That was the best gift we could give to him while he was still living and alert and loving it. We usually now have celebrations of life after someone passes away, but why not celebrate people while they are still living? If you have friends or family members who have a special event, a birthday, a wedding anniversary, especially, you know, high mark ones or even the significant events that happen, like the birth of a baby. We are supposed to, according to Scripture, celebrate with those who are celebrating, and we are to cry and mourn with those who are mourning. And I know that our former pastor used to always say, it is so much better to celebrate a person while they're alive. And if they need you there with them, if they need a kind word, if they need condolences, don't pass up those because you think you don't know what to say. The best thing that you can say is just a hug or to say, I'm with you, to say that I love you, You can take them casseroles, you can take them food. There's so many things we can do when someone is going through a really hard time, and it doesn't have to be a death. It could be the loss of a job, and they just need some extra help. Just this past week when we were on the radio, a woman called in who had said that one of the people in town, she didn't even know them very well, knew that she was a loving mother, grandmother, Christian, and they had brought their seven-year-old boy and their one-year-old boy by her house. I should say the mother did. It's a single mother because she was going to be sentenced to jail. So now this family who had taken in another family not too long before that, and they were older and not in good health themselves, the only thing that this woman called in the radio asking for was a pair of shorts so the little boy could go to school and have the right uniform that he needed for the school that he was entering. That's not asking a whole lot, is it? Oh my, when I think of all of the things that we have and how we squander and spend things and have so much in our very opulent society and most of our lifestyles, many of us would say, well, I don't have a lot of money. I don't spend mine you know, like that. If you've ever been to a third world country, and I guess you can't go now because of COVID, But because my husband and I have been in so many in the 65 countries we've been in, we literally would cry back in our hotel room or kiss the ground when the plane landed back in America to know that these precious little children who didn't even have parents were climbing out of garbage piles mile high in Mexico City. If you don't believe me, Google it those that were on the boats in the Hong Kong harbor. They're called boat people because they literally live their lives on these horrible, stinky, grungy boats that you can't even describe what they look or smell like just going past them in the Hong Kong harbor. If we understood how truly rich we are, And if we understood what a difference we could make in eternity for those who are suffering, going through a hard time, need a pair of shorts for a little boy they barely even knew but took in because his mom was going to jail. How can we not say yes? How can we not give? You know, in a scripture, God says, whosoever has this world's goods, and you see that your brother has need, and you don't have any compassion, you have not compassion, then how does God's love dwell in you? Because he says, don't just love in words, but in deeds, in what you're doing. Have you reached out and helped someone lately? I actually met with a woman who had COVID yesterday to give her a box of clothes, some house slippers because she didn't have any, and just a few dollars. It doesn't take a whole lot to help someone when they're struggling. My mom and dad had a wonderful life. They never had much money. We always thought they did. We thought we were rich. But we weren't, and they weren't. But we were rich in the things that matter. And when my daddy passed away, after having been married to mom 70 years, and we all stood around the bedside at the hospital singing hymns, It was the celebration of a rich life, a life well-lived, and a marriage well-celebrated. God, I just ask that you would be with the one right now that is hurting either in their marriage, someone who wants to be married but isn't, someone who has been divorced or hurt or scorned, someone, God, that just needs to know that you promised you'd never leave them or forsake them and I thank you in advance that even now as you put your arms around them and draw them close to you, that they would receive the love of your son Jesus who died for them, that you so loved them, that's what you did for them. And I pray, God, that this would be a turning point in their lives, as I know it certainly was in mine. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, my friends, and